Welcome to the Lit Marriage Podcast with authors and Christian relationship coaches Cassidy and Daniela Parlane. On this podcast, you will discover how to transform your marriage from autopilot mode to keeping the flame of purpose, passion, and romance lit in the marriage that God designed for you to have. Learn to love intentionally together. Are you ready to keep it lit? Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Lit Marriage Podcast. We are your hosts, Cassidy and Daniela. And today, Daniela, we're going to be talking about when kids become a mood killer. Ouch. Yeah. Yep. This is a conversation worth having, especially for young families out there. Mm -hmm. With toddlers. Yes. Yes. You know, we have two little ones of our own. Mm -hmm. And we also have an 18-year-old. Yep. So it's quite a wide spectrum. Interesting dynamic. Yes, for sure. Um, And so we're also a blended family, for those of you who don't know. Um, But, you know... It's it's not easy raising kids these days, is it? Mm-mm. No, and especially when you're faced with this major culture shock, right? You know, due to this COVID nineteen situation, right? And all this quarantining that's going on, this has affected so many people's lives overnight. So there are situations where suddenly you are stuck home with right. your entire family and having and to face. The reality, yeah, and challenges that you just you didn't have to deal with before. You know, your kids were in daycare or in school. Right, you were both working, or one of you was working, whatever the situation is, and suddenly you're in a situation where you're all home together, or maybe you know one parent is home that wasn't home before all day with the kids. You know, that can cause anybody to go a little stir crazy, especially (laughs) if it's something new. Right. That you're not used to. And so we want to offer you um, some solutions today. Mm-hmm. We're all about solutions, but first we have to we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Yes, right? we do. And so we want to talk to parents out there with young kids, young families, right? Who, um, yeah, when kids kill the mood you know like there's no other way to put it yeah and (laughs) the bible tells that kids they are a blessing they're a blessing from the lord and the bible says that they are like arrows in a man's Mm -hmm. quiver so we know that spiritually there is a blessing that comes with having children absolutely but there's also the reality of raising kids Um, and especially in today's world. And those um, arrows can easily backfire ooh, if you're not careful. Wow. Right? So, yeah. So, it could be used for the glory of God or, or for something something else, right? That's right. But ultimately, we our, our hope is that it will they will be used for the glory of God. So, Amen. we want to talk to young families today out there who might be struggling with just having uh, constant mood killing uh, situations in yeah. the home or it's hard and, to fi- you know, hard to find that connection with your spouse yes. especially because yes. you know the kids 
take the priority mm-hmm. over the marriage. And one of the things that we have advocated for for many years now in our um, our time as uh, as coaches is that we we believe that the marriage is the second most important thing next to your relationship with, with God. God. That's We're right. going to talk a little bit about that later on, but let's 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 dig in a little bit and talk to you about some of these challenges that you might be facing out there today. So maybe you're having limited one-on-one time with your spouse and you're not having the date nights that you should be having and and again you're having to spend more time with the kids these days uh, in light of Mm COVID-19 and all that, all of us being quarantined. Like, for example, with our kids, like trying to explain to our kids that uh, we can't go outside, um, we can't go to the park. um, Yeah, you can't do your usual activities outside. You can't go to the library. How do you explain that to a a three-year-old and a four-year-old? They just don't get what's happening and even if you try to explain it to them so mm-hmm. things can get a little rowdy let's mm-hmm. say in the house For right sure. so yeah so I, that's definitely something that um takes away from our time together we don't get to spend more time as young family so definitely something to uh, to take into consideration yeah totally and especially you know, difficulty finding the balance between home and work life. I mean, that's another pretty big challenge. Wow. Absolutely. So how do you handle that? Like you used to work, both of you, you know, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And now... Now the roles have changed pretty dramatically for some people. Like I mentioned before, you might both be home or you may have both been working outside of the home or one of you is home now and the other one is still working. It There's something that happened. There's a dynamic that has changed. So that's another another issue. Then there's also conflicting parenting styles. Mm. You know, you've heard of the good cop versus bad cop parent. You know, um, <laughs> I'm sure somewhere along the line we've heard people joking about this like even our own you know parents or grandparents may have jokingly mentioned stories about how oh you know i was the i was always the the good one that would slip candy to to my child (laughs) when daddy said no or you know and as funny and lighthearted as that might sound um they can pose a much greater problem absolutely than meets the eye you know so are you saying don't play good cop bad cop (laughs) Well, we'll be sharing some solutions afterwards. Right. Um, and also... So we, we talked about boredom, right? Boredom is yes. huge. I mean, yeah. we, who isn't going stir-crazy right now? Right. Like, even adults. But can you imagine a little toddler right. who's constantly active and wants to run around, go to the park, wants yeah. exercise, wants change of scenery? Right. You know, they their mind is going a billion miles an hour. So, yeah, how do you handle that? Yeah. How do you handle Kids that? Kids jumping up and down on the couch, driving mama crazy. And that brings us to the fifth <laughs> point is like, how do you deal with behavioral and nah. attitude problems, which could be a direct, directly correlated to, to the boredom, Ooh. right? So, and directly correlated to mood killing. That's right. Because if you have kids with uh, attitude problems, kids Nothing who kills the mood behavioral problems, than that. like it really weighs 
on 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 you as a parent. It really sucks your energy. Oh, absolutely. Because right? at the end of the day, you you know, have, trying to have pillow conversations, all you can think about is the kids and their bad behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, um, it's exhausting. As 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 uh, young parents, like this could really weigh on us spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally, and physically. And I think that needs to be validated because right. oftentimes as much as yes, we love our children. Yes, we do. Yes, they are very <laughs> important. God loves them. They're the a Bible, gift. yeah, they're a gift. God even tells us to be like little children. Right. It's very important, but at the same time we must validate the you know, like you called it the elephant in the room. Right. There there are various um issues and baggage if you want to call it that that comes along with young children and it all has to do with how we navigate right through these issues like how do we handle it which brings us to our next point mm-hmm. we would like to offer some tips today because it's not easy it's not and your situation might vary from the uh, the next person right so um what we're about to say to you, it, it's not a, a one hat fits all kind of a mm-hmm. uh, situation. Everyone's circumstance is different. And so let's talk about some tips that we want to leave you with today. Yeah, and these are things that, we, th- that we've that we been implementing and we have been... We've seen some results. We've seen great results. Yeah, and absolutely. we want to just share with you what has worked for us. So have you been having limited uh, time with your spouse and not enough date nights? Because um, like we said, these things happen, right? They do. Um, we want to say to you that it's so important that you establish uh, structured nap and bedtimes. So. Oh my. Okay. Say that again. It is important <laughs> That as young parents, you have structured uh, nap times and bedtimes. And I'm not just talking, we're not just talking about bedtime for yourself and nap time for you. We're talking about the babies. The children need to have that structure in order for mommy and daddy to have some alone time together. Mommy and daddy time. That's right. As we're recording this podcast, you know, our kids are actually napping. Yes, they are. (laughs) This is how we navigate through our you know, are doing ministry together right. and actually having bonding time together. Right. We work around have conversations. That's right. Meaningful conversations in you know, intellectual conversations as well, where we're discussing things that are happening in the world because it's it's difficult to mm-hmm. to sort of wrap our heads about around everything that is happening. But it, you need that time together to really have Absolutely. discussions and and just really talk about what is happening in our world. And so with nap times, that really helps. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, we want to say when it comes on to nap time and bedtimes, okay, Mm. that there are some parents out there who still you still allow your kids to sort of crawl into bed with mommy and daddy at nights. And we're going to that can be a real challenge. Yeah. And a major mood killer. Absolutely. A mood killer. You, it's kind of hard to you, you know, don't you don't want the baby crawling in bed. Kind of hard to get it on when the baby is in the middle. Ain't nothing eh. to get on Wrong. with the baby crawling into the bed. <laughs> okay, Wrong. And, and you know, again, there are families out there with diverse sort of uh, family, mm. you know, family dynamic and lifestyle. We understand if the kid or the child has a right um, like a a, disability. That's that's um, completely so that also puts different. Uh, puts a wedge in all of this as well where you certainly this may not work for you in what we're saying but establishing bedtimes 
is just so so important if we mm -hmm. if we didn't do that from an early age with our children um we wouldn't be able to do this we exactly. wouldn't be able to do this ministry. podcast would not be here yeah nor would our ministry and so we often talk to young couples and we say to them we stress how important it is to just really mm -hmm. put these structures having routines in place. is yes. so important because as you do this as Kids you need do that. repetition you know, it it's easier for the the children actually become right. They adapt right. to the routine, and it becomes natural. It becomes just the way a of part life. of a part of the everyday sort of way mm -hmm. of, of getting throughout the getting through the day, right? Um, like for for example, with our kids, when it's uh, nearing their bed their nap times, like I literally like maybe half hour or fifteen minutes before mm -hmm. the bedtime, I start mentally to mentally them. prep them. And they know that this is coming. But what about the parents who are out there right now and they're saying, well, I have, my kid hasn't been napping for, I don't know, for a long time. How do I structure that? Perhaps you can implement what's called quiet times. Mm -hmm. We have a four-year-old and she doesn't always want to sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So but she understands the routine. She, she knows, knows that at nap time, okay, you're absolutely not sleepy right now. She still goes in her room very quietly. She'll either sit there with her book or she'll just lay there with her teddy bears. She might just lay there and rest. Right. But she's awake and she right. just knows that this is it's quiet, quiet time. time. Right. And, she, you know, she has no problem with it. No temper tantrum. Absolutely. So we know that um, this, this, this is much easier said. Absolutely. Right. So it does it does take work. Right. But it's worth it in the long run. Absolutely. It might be a little bit difficult for three, four days or nights or even a week. But at the end of the day, the payoff is wonderful. Not to mention how healthy this is for children right. who are actually getting their proper sleep. Right. You know, that's a whole other can of worms. But right. I mean, it's healthy. It's healthy for mom and dad and for their sanity. Ooh. And it's healthy for the children to Absolutely. get their rest. Absolutely. It's good for the brain. And it also helps with their behavior. Right. Um, there's one thing that we want to say, because in order to have these structured bedtimes, there is an aspect of sleep training that is, that is needed. Mm -hmm. And we advise couples uh, to establish... Uh, a sleep training structure as of age uh, like six as months. As early as six months. Six months. Mm -hmm. it, you could start right there. And what what does that even look like? Like you can get blackout curtains, you can get white noise and put it in the room. And uh, there's so many different tips and tricks mm -hmm. that you can do or to, to sort of establish there's, a structure. There for... are even sleep nannies that or doulas that can help you. Right. There are services out there um, right. where there are people to help. There are books. But we strongly recommend you look into that if that's that's one of the challenges you're struggling with. It's worth it. It's worth it. Another thing to, uh, you know get the flame lit in your marriage is to perhaps share the load right jump in whenever you can uh, be empathetic and compassionate towards your spouse we know that without you know uh work life how do you balance your work mm -hmm. life and your home life um you know if you're the one that's working um you know when you come home perhaps just jump in and and, and try to like fill the gaps you know where say if it's mom that's at home and 
dad's working, perhaps daddy could step in and say, okay, I'll do the laundry or I'll cook or mm-hmm. just, just take some of the weight off of the one who who's been at home uh, throughout yes. the entire day, you know, taking the brunt of of all that yeah. stress. Or even the fact that in you know there are some families now where everybody's home, mom right. and dad are home. Now suddenly your roles have just really changed. Wow! Right. So now you just have to find that balance between sharing the workload at home right. together, and, and that could look different for everybody. And even just even establishing boundaries mm-hmm. about your work life versus your home life because now oh, yes. you're home you can't avoid the kids <laughs> right? right you you it all goes down to structure right comes down to right, st- right right just establishing those clear boundaries like right. when it's time for you know there there's teamwork that's needed there like right. okay daddy's gonna be in the office for the next three four hours well that's where mom steps in and she's gonna now take right. care of the kids and you know make sure that daddy has time right to get his work done or vice versa right or you know there's so many different ways that could look because even with young kids we know this how do you like just shut yourself away as a parent in mm-hmm. another room your kids they know you're home <laughs> and so for them there are no boundaries right so it's so important that as parents as spouse that you, as you know between you and your spouse that you have this understanding mm-hmm. that this is sort of how we're going to cope for the time being right because that's those conversations need to be had um to avoid um you know having further issues like you know interruption with your work life and your home life so these are some uh some tips that we want to sort of throw out there to you um and and perhaps you know you're having conflicts with your parenting styles Mm -hmm. so that also could affect uh you know how you do things as well right so, so what's wanna... a, like how do you deal with that well just like we mentioned before good cop versus bad cop right eliminate that completely you need to be on the same page when it comes to your parenting be in agreement when it comes to the discipline in right. your home this is how you establish equal authority and respect in the home it is so important and we've seen this firsthand i right. mean our kids know that when daddy says no, that's a no for mommy too, <laughs> or vice versa. It's right. there is there are no questions asked, right. and there there are times where they've tried to test that. They tried to test their boundaries. Right. Oh, right. for sure. Oh, can I? You know, can I have that snack? And then just to be sure, I'll go and ask daddy in front of them. <laughs> daddy, what did daddy say about that? You right. know, and if they, I can tell immediately if they, if they're trying to play me or not, like if they already asked daddy, now they're going to get, they think they're going to get a different yeah. answer. So just be really transparent right. with your children about, you know, the rules in the home. And maybe this is a time where you have to actually start establishing some rules right? because the dynamics have changed and be on the same page. And this is so important, even if you disagree perhaps with the way your spouse may have handled um you know a particular situation situation with the kids please whatever you do do not scold your spouse in front of the children that is the worst thing you can do not a good example it is it is totally different 
from that spouse who may have done, maybe that spouse did go overboard or they right. didn't handle it right. right. It is up to that spouse to come then gather the family and say, you know, I need to apologize right. for the way I handled this, but do not scold each other in, each other yeah. in front of the kids. If you could remember that one thing, that alone can can really and impact it, help, it helps with kids and their behavior as well because you know they they're modeling they learn them. how mm -hmm. to treat each other as well because um, right. kids fight you know for all of, all manner of things well you don't <laughs> want to this is the that's the best way to undermine right each other's authority over your children exactly is by immediately discrediting your spouse's right. authority by addressing right. it in front of them and 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 for even in our own home if if one of our our children even to the slightest degree disrespect their mother <laughs> or father or father well <laughs> i'm speaking from my yes. perspective if they disrespect <laughs> you as a mother you know i just step in immediately and i demand an apology you know to mommy mm -hmm. because they need to understand that we both have equal authority in the home and they have no no uh authority to go against that right, right. and so you're just really establishing it's really what you're doing is establishing equal authority like we said and, and allowing kids to understand that there are boundaries yes. that equal authority with your spouse yes. not with your children right Right, exactly. <laughs> I I clarify that. Exactly, exactly. Um, yes. So let's talk about handling boredom because we talked about mm. that earlier, right? How and do you handle that? I we would say to have more family interaction um, and activities, mm. right? Um, have conversations, have games, have devotion together that is as a family. Probably the biggest one for Eat us. Eat together as a family, yes. like time to, don't go you're, your own separate ways grab your plate go watch tv somewhere right. the other child is like doing their own thing in the corner right you know do the best you can to bring the family together this is where conversations happen absolutely this is where you really get to know each other in a deeper level and, and you're modeling uh you know unity that's You're absolutely right. Unity. And it fosters unity. There's absolutely. something about eating together, yes. breaking bread together. Absolutely. It is a principle, even in the Word of God. So absolutely. it is so, there's something that happens that's. You know, it's it's a deeper thing than meets the eye. When Absolutely. You, where you're able to sit together with your family. And I know, I get it. Eating at the table with toddlers? <laughs> Believe me, we have two of them. Yes. Not, Not easy. Easy. But, Not easy. But it is possible. It and it's can worth it. be established. And, and it's it worth it. It is, you, is worth it. You learn it. a lot about yourself and about your kids in the midst of uh, family, quality family time it's gonna, together. It's going to take a lot of grace. Yep. But again, your children need to see that aspect right. of you. They Absolutely. need to see and experience your grace, even when they are driving you. Absolutely. Bonkers. And uh, another thing <laughs> is, you know, to decrease screen time. Oh, okay? my goodness. Um, Huge. You know, it's, 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 an, it's an addictive and uh, uh, thing for kids. Like, But really what it does when you decrease uh, screen time um, is that the behavior there's a dramatic We've difference mm -hmm. in your child's behavior when you reduce screen time. And, you know, we live in a world where, you know, kids, they own their own iPad 
iPads or iPods or whatever, or you know, they have an Long old computer. phone from mm -hmm. from mommy or daddy, and that's their little toy. And we we advise parents don't uh, don't allow you know this device or these devices to be like you know where you, it's like just take us and go. Like I just need some peace and, and quiet. We, and we get it. We get it. You're with your kids from you know sunrise to sundown and it it can be overwhelming yes it can be. so it's very tempting to yes. just be like you know what just take just turn the tv on right and then you do your own thing while right. they're sitting there watching their program um and there are very good programs out there we do a lot of i mean those who know us know that we're homeschooling parents right so we do a lot of um interactive activities even you know on online and on right. on that's available but it's a matter, on television, it's a matter but of it's having, having a structure again and, and having putting, putting a, a time limit mm -hmm. on these screen times because what happened is like the kids are so like they're so like uh taken up by the screen and what's happening you it's ever like tried taking drug. you ever try exactly you ever tried taking a screen away from uh, a oh child it's like it's like taking candy from a child right and the well the you know what we see this effect in adults. Try taking <laughs> Facebook away from an adult or a phone. Oh, I mean, imagine starting a child oh that young yes. with an electronic yes. device. They get so sucked in. And then right? we wonder, mm. what's the difference between this generation and, say, our generation or previous generations? I really believe that... The, the increase of screen time has dramatically impacted, um, them. impacted mm -hmm. behavior. Sure. Oh, it has. And uh, we've, we we've seen it. We can attest to that. We have seen it. There have been days where we are like, we could see the difference where yeah. we allowed our children to just sit and watch stuff right. a little bit longer than usual. We, than usual. Right. And there would be like phases where it's like, okay, this has been going on for like almost a week. And then we decided to you know, we got to put some measures in here and kind of cut cut down the screen time quite, quite drastically. And right. we noticed such a difference in the behavior. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So oh, yeah, I think we we've, did for, we've been able to it? experiment. What was ourselves. it? What was it a, a, a week or was it a yeah. month? I wasn't I'm not sure. I think I've lost count, but I know we took it away and we the, almost down to no the time. kids mm -hmm. behavior man so yeah you can try that you want to keep the flame lit in your marriage you want to not allow your kids to be mood killers uh yeah try to implement some of the things that we're we're, we're explaining to you today because you know what we think that these it's worked for us not that mm -hmm. it's going to work for you maybe it would it won't work for you at all but there are some things that we're saying here today that maybe you could implement and begin to see some results. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we're all about keeping things lit. Absolutely. Right. And so we want to say be intentional. Be intentional about spending quality time together with your spouse. And mm. if you begin to have... Uh, or implement some structure in the home and be on one mind, of one mind, one accord as mm -hmm. parents, you can begin to see some dramatic changes in your home and you will be able to have not just a peace of mind, but begin to see your relationship begin to flourish in a way in which you've never imagined it. And so it, I think it begins with, with the kids. 
it really it does. begin begins with the kids. And so, because um, for us, you know, like when we first became parents, like it was just about the kids. It's all about the kids, and like. I thought slavery was over to be to be, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, and then I had kids, and uh, yeah, I realized that I'm still a slave, and so yeah, it, like we understand that we, it's a huge responsibility to raise children, but and there are so many obligations and demands right that we, come along with parenting. We cannot allow that to overshadow mm. the importance of our intentional time together, together as spouse. For sure. And lastly, don't allow the kids to be an excuse to not spend time Ooh. together. So these were why this was the reason why we wanted to share some of these tips because more often than not we hear parents say, "Oh, if it wasn't for the kids, oh, we just don't have time, you know, the kids, we have kids." We get it. We get it. Yeah, we but totally there are ways that you can structure your life around the kids so that you can be intentional about spending time together and again and get this creative might, and you again, know this might not work for you if say you have a child um you know that has a disability or something we understand that we totally totally get that but um for those of you out there you know you you really want this you you want this your spouse want this you know, mm. you both want this, but how do we implement this? And this is what we're getting across today. If you begin to implement structure, structure is key. Um, mm -hmm. Just really have some structure in the home and be intentional about reinforcing those structure. And, you know, you can loosen up on the structure as, as time goes on because things may change, things may improve, mm. you know, and... Uh, but I think, but the longer you you stick to the structure the right. more it just comes naturally it becomes a lifestyle right it's a lifestyle and again right. even the bible tells us this principle god is order right he's not the author of confusion, confusion right. right so if you want to establish order in the home then it begins with keeping some kind of structure right and balance absolutely and you'll find harmony follows absolutely. thereafter we hope that what we've said today was was helpful, was edifying, was beneficial to we those hope of it you who resonates. are listening. Yes, 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 yes. There are many young parents out there who are listening to this, and so we truly hope that this was a blessing to you. So until next time, this is Cassidy and Daniela, and we just want to say to you, keep it lit. God bless you. <laughs>